Welcome to the More Life Podcast, where creative problem solvers and entrepreneurs talk about squeezing more out and finding meaning in this crazy thing we call life. Let's dive in. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the More Life Podcast. I am Bart, your host, and today we are here with Robert Robertson from Robinson Sauces. Robert, say what's up to everybody, man. Hey, how's everyone doing? Thank you very much for having us and having me, Bart. I do appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're sitting here in the co-working space. We're talking about you know entrepreneurship and marketing and starting a business and having an idea. And I think this is something that so many people think about and never actually do. So I wanted you know like let's let's talk about it. How did how did you start Robinson Sauces? <laughs> Great question. To be honest with you, uh, I've always been that person who have has always been fascinated by the food industry. Been fascinated by you know cookouts, barbecues, and just saucing, right? And I'm the type of guy when I go to a restaurant and order a rack of ribs, I get side of sauce yeah and so my older brother you know always pushed me he said you know what you're gonna find your calling and it really came down to it about five years ago thinking about setting up my own rib shack and looked at the financials of it and i said you know what probably not gonna work and then we're at a cottage and i was just making some barbecue sauce for some ribs funny enough and uh it was just at that moment my brother and a good friend of mine james eka he was like this is it. This is what you should do. You should make sauce. And so I just really focused from there. He made a, um, a template website for me. And that was where I got the aha moment. So now I was able to visualize what it would look like, mm. what this business would look like, um, what this dream of making sauce and just something different. And when we talk about Robinson sauces, we're not talking about just your generic, you know, brand of sauce that you can right. get at your normal store. We really want to flip the sauce game upside down and all of our sauces are fruit based. Um, they centralize around and focus around a fruit. So we have about four, uh, six, uh, sauces in total and nice. and they all have a fruit as a star and so that was just it really just visualizing the dream and yep. just taking that first step and it, it took a while but here we are yeah like the the idea of you know having something in your head and taking it sometimes you need to have a catalyst somebody in your corner who can probably see something that you can't or who has done that before taking that leap of faith and be like i don't know if this is gonna work i might fall flat on my face um and, and kind of push you in the right direction everybody needs to have somebody like that especially when you want to do something that's bold that's courageous like you said a, 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 a rib shack, the overhead, <clears throat> excuse me, a rib shack, the overhead on that would be so expensive. And, you know, if, if you think about it, we, a few years later, we jump into a pandemic. The, the brick and mortar retail space would be very hard hit to make your money back and have all of those risks and liabilities stacking up um, against you. But having a direct-to-consumer good um, is actually going to be something that is, is more ad- apt to 
acceleration and to grow something. So, you know, like I, I really genuinely think that the sauce, the sauces that I see that you have on IG, they're just so colorful and, and they look like they taste good. You know, like how, tell me about the recipe process. How are you building some of these sauces? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, first, let's talk about the branding. Uh, when we look at the colors, um, we wanted to have something that appealed. It popped. Uh, all of our colors are bright and just very vibrant. Uh, when it came to, you know, some of the ingredients and just First, figuring out what fruits to use. That yeah. was the most, that was probably the most difficult part. Um, I have a good friend who can't handle spice. So black of the berry was the first non-spicy sauce. And uh, what we did is we want to use a a berry that was a little tart and sweet. Then from there, I want to create some herbs that really bounce and spice that really bounced it out. And once again, staying away from just your traditional barbecue sauce. So we right. really wanted when a person used our sauces um, to really f- taste the flavor of that fruit, knowing that that fruit was the star yeah. and then having it bounce out with some of the, the spices and herbs. Mm. And what about the branding and stuff like that? Like, you know, you have an idea. Your friend made you a website. How did you guys put a plan together and say, okay, now what's this going to look like? Because, you know, it's one thing to have it in your mind. It's another thing to to realize it in real life. Yeah, you're 100%. Right. Having that thought process and that dream in your head and then actually bringing it to life is the hardest part. Um, you know, we tossed uh, James and I tossed around a couple different names and I really knew that I want to kind of bring it back to the roots of, you know, my family, what brought me up, my surname of Robinson. And so Robinson sauces just fit. Then from there, we really wanted something that was simple, but something that really spoke to people. And that's why we just went with the simple R and, and the crest. And that's essentially how the branding went. Uh, we test marketed it. We did a bunch of samples and gave out some samples to really get some feedback on the branding to see how, uh, you know, it appealed to people. And um, from there, we just got the feedback and then we just kept on redesigning until where we are today. And now, did you guys test it in just with friends and family? Did you go to like festivals, farmers markets? Well, because we launched last year, which was the pandemic, we couldn't really go to farmers markets. Right. Uh, so what we did is, you're right, we started off with friends, family, then from their friends and their family. And then so it just started getting bigger. Mm. Originally, we started just in the GTA. Then I found myself driving out to Colbert. Then I found myself wow. going to St. Thomas, then Niagara, then London, because I have friends and the network grows. And the network starts growing. And people started talking about that. Like, hey, you should check this guy out. Um, you know, getting DMs on it, on social media. And it just started growing from there. Mm. And, and would you say, like, the people that are finding you, that's your general, that's your number one source for referrals. It's not necessarily social media, but it's like, if you've tried it, you're probably going to tell somebody about it. I think that the word of mouth referral is probably one of the biggest impacts for our business. But then we also have that social media. Um, uh, Obviously, as we go through our conversation today, I'll start talking about some of our future projects and that we're working on that are connected from social media, which is absolutely amazing. Right. So you already touched on it. Let's let's dive right in. You're on IG. 
um, people are starting to recognize you. They see the brand. They see the sauces. And the IG game is strong. You guys got to go check it out at Robinson Sauces, right? And there's there's a lot of, uh, of good there. Who's who's running that? How do you manage that? How do you balance your time? Because when you're like somebody like yourself, you're 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 a solopreneur. You're kind of doing all the different things. You're the you're the lead marketer. You're the lead person for making the sauces and coming up with the ideas. You're also the face of the brand. You're on here talking about it, talking to different media publications and stuff like that. So there's lots of different hats. How how do you start to go about all of that with social media? You know what? It's it all comes down to setting goals. I always set a daily goal for myself. Um, luckily, you know, you're only as strong as your team. And I have a really good team with me. Um, you know, James, uh, Echo once again has helped me. Um, my girlfriend, um, Shay, uh, she's helped me with a lot of logistics and packaging. Um, you know, my brother. So I have a really great circle That's of good. people that have helped me with that. Um, when it comes to Instagram and social media, uh, we have a great, a great strategy on how we really implement that um you know working with a lot of influencers uh in these markets that yeah. we actually brought our samples to so now we have some influencers in london uh st thomas colberg that we work with and the, the beautiful thing about it is that they take a lot of content yeah and that content is absolutely amazing because it's not just from my perspective mm-hmm. now it's from the perspective of the user the perspective mm-hmm. of the person who now also believes in that product mm. and it spreads from there too so you guys are using a lot of influencer marketing to kind of broaden the scope and to make it even bigger and you're finding that it's turning into sales yes yeah that's great because that's that a lot of times people like try different things and they do it because that's what people tell them that's the mm-hmm. good thing to do like like oh you should do an ad on Facebook you should do this you should make t-shirts and people will see it but if it's not working you have to be able to have the, that self-evaluation and be like okay this is not working so do we want to keep trying it or do we want to move to something else and if you're seeing that it's working then you keep going even more. Like you double your bets, right? Like if it's something that you're seeing, if I put in, you know, a thousand dollars into an idea, but I made three thousand back, yo, let me put two thousand in. Exactly. You yeah, always so. want to calculate based off the, the return on investment, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like last year, we didn't have any hats, we didn't have shirts, we didn't have jackets. Uh, we were focused about getting the product out there and getting the product in the right hands. And um, before we even start looking at retail spaces and retail partners, we really wanted to, uh, you know, as we would say, hit the streets running, yep. right? And start building that foundation and building that foundation strong to the point where, you know, I have people in different verticals, different industries saying, hey, you know what? My clients would, l- my clients love your songs. Let, let's, let's do a collab. And uh, that's one of the main reasons why I really started this company is because I know, you know, for myself, you know, I've faced my challenges, you know, not only as a black entrepreneur, but just faced a lot of challenges where I I wasn't given a lot of opportunities. I had to create opportunities. And now with Robinson Sauces, I know that now I actually have a say where I can help someone who was in a situation similar to me and give them an opportunity. And it's all about how can I give back, not only to community, but also to people who are who are young entrepreneurs or even entrepreneurs who have been in the game, but just haven't been able to utilize that. So yeah, there's a lot to be, to, to unpack right there because 
in the world that we live in, um, it's no secret that as a black person, you're going to have more things that are opposing you that are going to be for you. And you you touched on it before, having the right people around you makes a ginormous difference. You can find yourself in a world of trouble um, socially and personally in your life or even in business if you don't have the right people around you. You can be making some stupid mistakes and stuff like that. And that's where I think like your crew, the people who you have around you have have got to understand what the mission is and if it's for that success if people are looking like okay you know what we gotta we gotta make some moves here because we, we don't want to be in the same position that we're in now we want to be successful in our lives maybe you start off with something part-time and you you try a little hustle in terms of like you know maybe i'm an artist maybe i'm a painter maybe i, I do t-shirts whatever your hustle is, i'm a baker whatever it is you gotta put that time in uh in terms of bettering yourself because nobody else can want it more than you can want it and if your your people around you want it more than you then it's not really your dream but if it's your dream you know you got to want it more than anybody and kind of do whatever it takes to make those opportunities real for you you know what i'm saying i completely agree with you i feel that you know as a dream, regardless of what it is and what state you're at, you have to put 110% every single day. You know, there's days that I wake up and I'm like, oh man, okay, I got some orders. How am I going to batch all this sauce? But that passion just drives so deep where there, there'll be times where it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm thinking of a concept and I message my brother. I'm like, hey, I just thought of this concept. I think this concept is pretty cool. What do you think about it? Right. And I know my brother's usually up because we both got the same mindset. So yep. he'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth at like two o'clock, two thirty. And it's all about surrounding yourself, like you're saying, with people who are like minded. I always surround myself with people. I have a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs, very successful um, from clothing companies to construction and right. whatnot. And the reason why I surrounded myself with these people, because I knew one day that I was going to be an entrepreneur and that seeing their mindsets will instill that same skill set in me. I grew up snowboarding. I snowboarded for 20 really? years. But in order to get better, I had to snowboard with people who are better than me. Yeah. And that's the same mindset that I take into my business. In order for me to get better, let me associate with people who are doing really well mm -hmm. in, in their fields and really understand how I can be better as a person. Yep. And those are, I call them free skills. You don't have to be born with it because you can always work at it. Hard work and dedication. Some people have it built inside of them. Some people have to learn those skills along the way. Hard work, dedication. Those things will get you to a lot of places. They can actually change your life, can change the trajectory of your family tree. You know what I mean? So if you are a hard worker and you are dedicated in a certain field or in a certain industry, Two or three generations from now, they may still be reaping the benefits of the decisions that you make and how hard that you work right now. And as black men, that's something that uh, excites me because there's a, there's a wave right now of entrepreneurs who are smart, smart enough to the game. They're hip to the game to understand, okay, 
this is not just about me and my family right now. It's about my kids and my kids' kids. And what does that mean? Am I setting them up for success? Because there is success that is transferable. There is, you know, you can be so wealthy that you can't mess it up anymore. Those are levels not to glorify dollars, but it's the leverage of power and position. Um, and to be in certain rooms where you feel that you, you are deserving to be. And ultimately, we, I've, we've spoken about this on the podcast many times, you know, any type of success or business or, you know, a, a venture is, trying to get you some leverage. And once you have leverage, you can then put it to anything else. Right now, we're talking about Robinson Sauces. You know, five years from now, it could be a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be leveraged to any, it could be a magazine. It could be a clothing brand. It could be you you invest into another company and they go wildly successful. The leverage that you build here, it's yours. It's transferable. You get to do with it whatever you want. And that's what I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to get their head around is like, once you own your, your tribe and your audience, you can now point those eyeballs anywhere and it can you can wield it however you want. I, I agree with you, right? And and that's the thing, right? So as people start to understand not only my hustle, my drive, and the product that I, I put out there, when I'm now working with other entrepreneurs and I say, hey, you know what? You should try this out. Now they believe in me, so they, they're going to take that recommendation to heart and they're going to be like, okay, well, you know what? I know Rob has done a great job with his sauces. If he's going to recommend this product or this, then chances are I'm going to give it a try and see what it what it's like. Yeah, and they see they see that you're putting in that work, and they're like, okay, I, I'm going to listen to him because somehow he figured it out. He didn't know, or you didn't know everything about sauce. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. You didn't like just wake up one day and say, "I know how to get bottling and and labels and, and shipping and, and all these different things." Right? Like, so let's let's walk through that a little bit. How did you get to the knowledge about this industry that that you're now a part of? You know what? Knowledge is key. Knowledge is power. We all know that. And the way that I started to acquire some knowledge was um, I was actually put in contact with someone who is in a similar industry as I am, right? So um, a friend of mine, her name's Wilma from, and her Instagram handle is Local Trues and Brews. She's based out of, one of my influencers based out of uh, St. Thomas. She actually put me in touch with a guy named Jesse Long, who is the owner of the Hot Sauce Co. out in London. And so I jumped on a couple uh, Zoom calls with him and really just pulled information. Ask questions, listen. Ask questions, listen. And he really helped me in terms of shipping, finding uh, eShipper, which is a great distributor for shipping, um, you know, just other rules, regulations, uh, grants and ways to get money to, mm-hmm. to help. And so just having conversations with him. And it's funny because a lot of people think that, well, if I make hot, if I make barbecue sauce, he makes hot sauce. We should be competitors. We shouldn't share knowledge. And I say, no, what? That's not true. Like, I definitely love the fact that we're in a very similar or same vertical, same industry, and we're able to share knowledge and work together. And the sweet thing and the icing on the cake about that is uh, we're actually doing a collab coming up, right? So that just shows to people that, you know what, if you 
put your ideas together it doesn't matter if you're in the same space that you can still make amazing things Ooh. and uh, he's hot sauce I'm barbecue sauce or gourmet sauce and we're gonna do some amazing things and we literally talk every two weeks to every week um, and just catch up and he shares things that he yep. finds out I share things and things like that so two, two, there's two things there already that's so that's so key for those that, that are taking notes number one you gotta be willing to expand your network you know, the more you talk with somebody, the more you can reach their audience as well. Um, and the more that you are, you lead with like open hands, say, listen, I'm trusting you. I'm, I'm looking to do this. And the more people are, are you, the more opportunities might find you. The other side of that is also that when you go and you talk with somebody and you guys, you know, are connecting, it's kind of like in the entrepreneur world, it's like a little club. If if I see that you're an entrepreneur and I'm an entrepreneur, we're instantly like connected because you understand things that other people might not understand. You understand the hustle, how hard it is, how you know sometimes you're up late, how your mind won't stop, how you got to write these ideas down, how you got to execute on these things, and how you're focused on growing the business in many different ways. You're wearing all these different hats, but there's also the benefit of being in a similar mindset that we're both you know, entrepreneurs, it also means that I can sympathize with you. I know what you're going through. I can offer support. I can offer advice. And it comes from a place of like, oh, you actually get me. You get what's going on when things aren't going your way and you feel like it's like, oh, this sucks right now. I don't know if I should keep doing this. Somebody who gives you encouragement, it's not just like some random person who doesn't know anything about you. It's from somebody who has done this. There's like just this um this picture that I've seen on Facebook a bunch of times. It's like the roller coaster of a day of an entrepreneur. Like this is great. I just made a sale. All oh, this sucks. I have to do this. And it goes back up and oh I can't believe I got this. And it goes up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. And at the end of the day you're like, oh I wouldn't have changed anything out of this whole day because it was perfect. And you go through the roller coaster. It's such a roller coaster. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know what I mean? Like in terms of the roller coaster that we all seem to be on as entrepreneurs, there's always um, certain s- skills that you could use to get yourself out. Like, what are some of the things that you do to like, you know what, if you're not just feeling it for a day, what do you do? Do you just take the day off and say, you know, what, I'm just going to clear my head? Or do you like, I'm going to I'm going to persevere through maybe just try to get one thing done? Like what, what type of what side of the corner are you on? You know what? Um, that's a great question, because when it does happen, like it. You know, it's almost like a writer going into a writer's block, right? It's like, how do you free your mind? And for me, I go pros and cons. I literally always will always write something. That's why I even have my pad mm-hmm. and pen here today, right? So when I get into a situation where the days just things aren't working out, I think about what are some of the victories that I've recently accomplished? Revisit that for a moment. Then I say, okay, well, what's going on? Right. Reflect. I always reflect at the end of each week. I reflect. What did I do well this week? What are things I can work on? What are some of my challenges? And so I do that on a daily basis when I'm in a situation where I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I need to introduce a new flavor. Maybe I need Mm. to introduce a new rub. And it's just not hitting the flavor points that I want. Okay. What did I do? Where do I need to make challenges? And I challenge myself and just self-reflecting and challenging myself. 
That's what I do. I don't take days off because <laughs> I don't want to lose the momentum, right? So, yeah, no, I totally get that. The, the no days off mentality in the sense of, you know, your mind is always about that business and about what exactly am I trying to accomplish? I, I would also push back and say, you know, there's times when you got to um, take care of your own body. But that's also, I got to always say, like, uh, when you're an entrepreneur, you have the luxury of making your own schedule. Exactly. So it's like, you know what? I'm not, I really got a headache today. You know, I'm, I'm frustrated or I got personal things happening. I can actually take the day and kind of sleep because I know in the evening I'm going to, I'm going to get to it. Exactly. No, I hear you. So, so to be honest with you, I'm a very creative soul. So I like, I'll sit down and write some poetry and, and just take in some music, um, you know, and kind of meditate to myself and yeah. then I'll get back into it. But at the same time, I'm always still reflecting on what I can do different. Right. When you work at a job for somebody else, they may not allow you to just be like, yo, we'll take two hours and just chill for a minute and then come back. That'd be nice. Yo, you're fired, fam. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Take those two hours, don't come back. Yeah. So so do you have a, a kitchen you're working out of? Is this out of your home that you're doing this? Are you uh, testing sauces that way? Yeah. So when I'm testing sauces and things like that, I'm out of my home, um, fully sanitized uh, kitchen and uh, it's, it's good, right? Because I can wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and then I can put something together and then I can I can put it to sample and then have it out. And do you do like small batches? Like yeah, everything's limited quantities? Exactly. Like? We're a small batch operation and the reason I like a small batch operation is because, uh, you know, you just never know when things are going to sell out, right? So right. for uh, my clients, they will call me or they'll email me, DM me, and they'll say, hey, you know what? How many sweet choices do you have? And I'll say, okay, oh, we got we got seven. We got, so, we got so-and-so. Okay, I'll take all seven. Small mm. batch operation for me, especially at this point, is a, a beautiful thing because, number one, they know that everything is coming up fresh, yes. right? Uh, they know the batches are fresh. Um, and they, to be honest, the turnaround time is just really quick. I love it. Okay. This is, this is where I, I feel like the business side is kind of dictating how you move, right? So are, you're listening to your customers, you see what's good, and then you can go even further. Is that kind of how you're doing it? Where you're like, okay, this is something that's a hot seller. We always got to try to have some of this on stock. And then this other stuff, once in a while we drop it, it, it can sell out easily like that. Exactly. And that's the reason why we have six flavors and two of our flavors are seasonal. Our Black of the Berry is seasonal and our Raspberry Delight or seasonal um so we know in the summertime that people like to have more of yeah. those those uh those flavors um but throughout the year i'm gonna say that the uh, sweet joyce which is named after my my late mom and the mango and the mango uh, sunshine by far those move very very quickly mm. um the one thing that I like as a small a small business owner is that I do the deliveries myself. So right. I'm making the sauce. I'm the CEO. I'm driving to your house <laughs> in Kitchener and I'm dropping this off. I'm shaking your hand and I'm telling you, you know what? This sauce would pair nicely with a nice rack of ribs, right? Mm -hmm. So I get to get that feedback. And then once they've tried the sauce, they'll either call, email me, text me, whatever. And they'll That's say, awesome. hey, you know what? I really like the sauce. I wish it was a little bit spicier. Like now I have this this big push for people who are like, 
burn my face off and I'm like okay I'm gonna have to make a special batch for you yeah. but I like that feedback because now I know what you like got right? it and I know what this person likes yeah. I know that I have a customer that orders every month and the, the what he orders is the exact same every month mm-hmm. and so I know Hey, you can put that together. Exactly. So I know all my customers and I love that feel about it. That's awesome. And what about um, partnerships and, and collaborations? I know you mentioned you got somebody in London that you're doing some hot stuff stuff. What else are you uh, in the game with right now in terms of trying to even grow this further? Because right now, like, like this is this is your job, right? Of uh, uh, but in terms of growing this to like uh, a bigger company, what's the plan? How do you how do you approach that as somebody who's kind of like like myself, solopreneur? You you wear kind of all the hats. That's great. Uh, so right now, uh, some of the future projects that I'm working on is and I'm working with this company uh, based out of Regina, Saskatchewan called uh, Meetocracy. And what they do is they've created a platform which allows uh, ranchers and uh, farmers to sell direct to the consumer. Wow. So it cuts out that whole middle person. So they have a platform where these farmers and ranchers can set up their profiles. Consumers such as yourself and I, we can jump onto this profile and we can order what we want and have it delivered to our house. So now Robinson Sauces is going to be featured on Meetocracy and we have our own page off of this application where uh, consumers can now order their meat and then they can come onto the Robinson Sauces part and order their sauces and have it delivered by myself once again. So now not only... Hopefully not all the way to Regina. No, 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 no. (laughs) Only only to the GTA customers. So uh, anywhere from pretty much uh, Barry to London, which is great. That's that falls right into yeah. our territory. So that's another another platform that we're using to put our sauce and the name in front of people. Um, oh, and then my other project that I'm working on, I'm working with a custom home builder. And what we're going to be doing is, as they complete renovations and projects, we're putting together a welcome home uh, kit. So that kit's going to contain some I sauces, some aprons, and so when they come back. To their new house when that renovation is done they're seeing some sauces and they're seeing uh you know barbecue brushes other tools that they may need and it's just a nice thing of welcome home this yeah. is your new house here's some sauce yeah service like when you serve the people who are your customers it's always going to end well you know you can make it where it's all about just buy my sauce buy my sauce mm-hmm. and show them ads to buy the sauce but if you serve them in a way that's actually helpful to them wow you just renovated my home and now i have and now i have this gift basket full of things that's serving them and when they feel like you are catering to them when you're serving them then you got that customer for life yeah exactly. you know what i mean like that that's that's just such a powerful thing having having a customer like that for life exactly so um and there was something that the uh, owner of red design and build uh him and i sat down we talked about how can we really create something where it's a win-win situation and uh, we're really going to pilot this and I'm looking forward to it and especially right now is the grill season right. everyone's out weather's absolutely amazing for spring so um, no better time than present I know everybody who is listening to this right now or watching this is probably thinking about ribs because we've been talking about it all this time uh, uh, Rob tell us where people can find you at yeah so you guys can find me on Instagram at, at Robinson Sauce 
sauces. Um, best place to, to hit us up. Best place to ask for recipes. Anything that you guys want, essentially. We're also on Facebook, same tag. And uh, how do they order? Oh, they can order directly um, three different ways. Um, my contact numbers on there. They can text. They can email at info at robinsonsauces.com. Um, info at robinsonsauces.com. Um, they can also uh, DM. Yep. And they can order directly off of our website. Awesome. Guys, this has been the More Life Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Peace.